So we've all survived the shit show that was 2020, and now we're going into the sequel 2021. Which will be equally a bigger shit show, but wait till 2022, that's going to be a right bollock off that one. That's the finale. <laughs> anyway. Hi, guys. Hello, let's introduce uh, Cam. Hello. And then we've got Gavin. Hello. And then we've got Callum. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Sean. And here's this week's podcast. Episode, Episode nine. nine. The rise nine of <laughs> Go for it, Sean. You got some stuff you want to talk about. Well, what would you like to talk about first? There's there's oodles of things. Let's start, wrong with let's start with Star Trek Discovery. I was, you want to start with that? Start with, a, start with a low point and we can go up. Do you want all the spoilers? Yeah, I'm not bothered. Right, yes. so where, did, where, where, did, where have you watched it up to, Cam? I think I got about halfway through that season. Um, through where I was just, God, yeah, I couldn't cope. It's just like it's daft. Anyway, so basically, uh, Michael uh, Burnham, who is basically the saviour of the universe in any uh, episode <laughs> or time frame, or you know, she saves it at least twice every episode. Um, yeah. he, uh, who was busted to an ensign in this series? I don't know if you saw to that point. No, I don't think I did. No. Um, basically, at the end of this, she is now the captain of Discovery. Well, um, <laughs> reasons which I'll not go into because it's not worth watching. Um, <laughs> it's not Star Trek. It'll never be Star Trek. Um, I just watched it for a hate watch. Really, it <laughs> really, really, really watch. bad. What is a hate watch? What's this? Hate watch. <laughs> you know, you watch something and you just complain all the way through it. <laughs> entertainment for me though you want a proper teeth grinding eight watch all the way through <laughs> you have to try it sometime for the closest thing we got to it was um probably funny enough episode nine of star wars but with the year yeah, got, I'm, I'm just trying to see how far uh, to the edge of suicide I can get without actually doing it discovery called by Doctor Who it would it would do that to a, a person <laughs> <laughs> very new year yeah welcome to 2020.1 oh, well, yeah. let's, let's talk about this all, all of this let's get rid of 2020 and just because the calendar goes from one day to January the 1st, December the 31st, January the 1st, now all our troubles are over. Yeah, that's it. You've had, your, you've had your year, coronavirus, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. 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 problem. Yeah. 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 Bummed each other over the Christmas period. <laughs> yep. 
time, desperate measures, mate. <laughs> but, you know, where our family have just basically sat inside. I mean, the size of me, I sat inside and did now. But um, that's what I do normally anyway. So it's not really, you know, it didn't really change my Christmas at all. Didn't change ours, to be honest. Um, apart from we didn't get around to me mum and dad and that or that. Um, but TV over Christmas and for the foreseeable future because everything's too bloody woke and uh, and shit at the minute. Um, it, it ain't going to get any better. This this the, the TV this year will be sparse because they can't make. Do you remember back in the day when Doctor Who was actually called a Christmas special and not a New Year special? Well, not, well, well, that's because they don't want to ruin Christmas. Do you think this year's Doctor Who comprised of a bloke who's never met what, Captain Jack was back in it this Christmas? I don't know if you know oh, I, character. Yeah, yeah. I only know because the original. And... Uh, um, Dave Denmore. He, he he kept trying to save it, but they just kept saying, "No, no, this is the way we're going, and this is the way we're staying." And it was just bullshit the whole way through. It oh, started God. slow, and then ended in a mess. Uh, and what should have been like a ten, what could have been told in ten minutes, took seventy minutes. It, it was, was seventy minutes long. Fucking hell. Drawn out, uh, woke BBC dribble. So pretty much the last three years. Oh, the rumours going around are um, that Jodie Whittaker's agent uh, basically had her on the phone and said, "Get rid of this character because uh, you're not going to get anything else after this." Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. That is going to be like yeah. an albatross around her neck. Yeah. Uh, uh, things you weren't really allowed to act in any way. It was just a stiff fucking performance. So now there's all these rumours about who the hell's going to be Doctor Who. Are they going to go back to a white male? Are they going to have a black male? The, the smart money is it's going to be a black female. Just so it ticks some more boxes. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the one from the, from, oh God, it was like the fucking finale or something, wait, last season. It'll be her, I bet. They'll just uh, rip oh, it no, again because no, well, <laughs> I don't think it, it could be her. It, I, um, she made. She had one episode. The I've forgotten her name. Who who did it? But she, the the woman who was supposed to be Doctor Who as well had one episode and came over as a better Doctor Who in that one episode than she did in two seasons. Oh yeah, I mean that's true. And so it was just ridiculous. The New Year's episode was just nonsensical. Shit. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's like, well, I don't I don't get this. It's just shit. I just gave up on the show after the whole timeless child fucking plotline came in. That load of bollocks. Oh, well, actually, the doctor has thousands upon thousands of different regenerations. They can do it endlessly. It's they're, like, they're trying to make it so the... Um, okay. I, I can't remember the names so, of the characters apart from the doctor. But they, they, they've got like an Asian uh, lass in there who's supposed to be in the police. and uh, Never does anything for the police. No, she, I think she did in the very first episode, but apparently she's still got a job with them, even though she's not bloody been there for nine, ten months, I think it is. Right? Time travel. And uh, 
BBC. But they're trying to set it up so she's got a romantic entanglement with the Doctor, and it's like, no, no, <laughs> right? The Doctor never screwed anybody or had a romantic entanglement from the start until it ended in, uh, I think it was 98 when he got cancelled. No, uh, 89, sorry, when he got cancelled. He never even looked at a, uh, a a woman twice, or any species twice, as a <laughs> that his thing. You know, he was more bothered about jelly babies than he was his blood. Who was you know riding around with? And he had some good lookers in them days, oh. <laughs> mm. Not like now. Now we got this priest. Apparently, this 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 Indian girl has sat in this extra tardis that was from the other series that they've got uh, for nine months trying to work out where the Doctor was. And do you know what? She doesn't work it out. The Doctor goes to her. So what's the point in showing that she's trying to work out where she is? Because she doesn't do anything. But she never finds it because of her. Basically, it was a waste of time and effort. And the BBC's money to even call it Doctor Who, the same that you can't call Star Trek Star Trek. <laughs> you, can't, you can't because it's not about, it's not Star Trek, it's my, the Michael Burnham show. Oh, God. <laughs> true, though, isn't it? It's true. It is. Yeah, it's about, it is true. Yeah. It's about one woman's plight to be everything to everyone. Yep. Uh, so they don't make her uh, um, um, straight or gay. They just give her a, a, a man's name for for no reason. Okay, I've, always, I've that's never been. I've never liked that. It's just like, yeah, you know, it was never. It's never explained either, is it? Why? Yeah, and it's why just, you got Michael? It's just, it's just weird. It's weird. It's, it's like, their attempt to say, oh, she's non-binary. That's all it is, without actually saying it. Right, well, if that's the case, why has she got a dude's name? And she's screwing up, fella. Seems like a, you know, a solid choice one way or the other, doesn't it? Well, you know. I just, I just, I don't know. But I mean, <clears throat> just to voice the unpopular opinion, I've never liked Doctor Who. Like, no, do you know, it just, yeah, it just annoyed me. I found it irritating because, like, do you remember during the, like the nineties and stuff when they used to have all the reruns of the old Doctor Who's on all the time, mm. right? You know, and we'd have them on occasionally, and it just used to irritate the fuck out of me because I used to think like the Daleks and everyone's running away from them. I'm thinking, just fucking walk up to them and kick them over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they, can't, they can't even tackle stairs. You know what I mean? They need a ramp. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Just go tip no, them over. And it was the same wow. with the Cybermen. It's like, you know what I mean? They're just kind of like slowly stomping about. It's like, what, what's everyone sprinting yeah, for? Walk, walk really away scared. from them. Just walk out. Just walk up to them and give them a shove. There you go. There's your center of gravity. <laughs> Fuck, see you later, mate. Done. I've just saved the world. You know what I mean? One a, 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 um, a Dalek, all you got to do is just like, Kind of roll to its feet because it can't. It's got one point down. Yeah, you just hide under its gun. Yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I just always thought they were completely ridiculous. One of them, 
no thought went into that whatsoever. It always annoyed me. I was just like, there's an obvious way to deal with those. Do you know what I mean? So why is why is everyone running around and why are we trying to find a complex solution to what is fundamentally simple? Just go up and shove them. You know, there you go. They're not getting back up again. They've got no way to right themselves. Shove them upside down as well. Not he just tries to find a, a, a better way of doing it than using violence. <laughs> it always ends up in violence. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's like, you're going down that road anyway. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm going to use my appendages to create, you know, some kind of genocide. Fuck it. Watch the uh, the last three seasons of Doctor Who. <laughs> That's, I can't go. I remember when David Tennant came into it and they rebooted it, and I was just like. Oh, I can't get on with David Tennant. Peter Picaldi, he was the best one. Capaldi. Capaldi. Yeah. Capaldi. He was all right. He was the one. It's just that his writing, the writers were shit. So is the new Doctor Who part of your new hate watch trend? Man? <laughs> no, it's not a new part of it. It's been there since uh, <laughs> the last three seasons. Yeah, it looks it's, continue, it's, it's, it's exactly the same with Star Wars. Can we have it right? We wish to have like a new series or a new documentary about Sean's hate watch. That needs to happen. Yeah, we should <laughs> have that hate watch of the week. Hate watch of the week, yeah. Lots of them. What have you been hating on this week, Sean? <laughs> I don't well, you might be quickest for me to say what I haven't been hating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh, uh, what's this talk of um, the, 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 some talk of them trying to retcon the the, um, the Star Wars sequel trilogy it's like trying to close the door after the uh, close the band door after their whole house is bolted well I reckon that's why they chose Luke Skywalker to be at the end of the Mandalorian yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to retcon it though because like they can't the only thing that well, well, they can. Well, they can definitely do it because the fact that there were this whole thing in Rebels where it was like um, the veil of the force, apparently. Yeah, the veil of the force thing, that thing. Where it's like you can essentially, it's basically a fucking time travel, to be blunt and honest. But it's like, well, then people do say, well, this is this happened after Return of Jedi, yes, yeah? so all this Mandalorian stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahsoka turning up in that is a problem. Because where was she when all the shit was kicking off? Probably dead. Oh, she's not dead. This is after. Yeah, it's in hiding oh. along with the rest of the jad. But you never. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The sequel's right. not in the original. Not only that. Um, they uh, um, in um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Was basically the last Jedi. Yeah, it was. Apart right. From, yeah. Apart from Leia. Yeah. Because he was training her. And Ahsoka. Mm. And anyone else who might be just lurking around that they might add in later on. Yeah, but to, I mean, to be fair, Ahsoka wasn't actually, quote-unquote, a Jedi anyway. I don't know. So, anyway. I don't watch the wildest cartoon. Yeah, did she ever actually sort of uh, graduate away from being a Padawan at any point? No, she literally left the actual, like, Jedi thing. What didn't they do? Which is like essentially a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I, don't know, I, I thought, thought I was married with the lightsaber. I thought that was a part of the thing. Hmm? I thought only a Jedi could wield a lightsaber. 
No, technically speaking, any force user can use a lightsaber without cutting off their own arms. Um, but but I don't know. I don't go into all this expanded universe crap. I kind of just kind of keep it as the film. We're not, we're not trying to like retcon it after Avengers Sith, have like you know after that set thing. Oh, oh yeah, but, oh, that, but oh, that's a whole separate thing though because now because this like you know. Because this has been so widely trashed upon the sequel trilogy, everyone is looking at the um, the prequel trilogy with new eyes and going, "Actually, yeah, it wasn't quite as bad as all that." <laughs> yeah, by comparison, yeah, <laughs> which is interesting because I've always said that I quite enjoyed um, episode, episode three. It is, it is, because it just it takes it full circle, and I actually always quite enjoyed Anakin's sort of fall from grace. The, the prequels. I've had this conversation about him being this mass murderer, and he should have been uh, killed straight away. It was it, I, it was interesting though because I, I rewatched it with um, Nick recently because she's never seen all the movies all the way through. So we started with Episode One, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah I remember this." Um, but then it got to Episode Two, and obviously it's like time's progressed, and Anakin's like you know a teenager then and she got to the end of it and she's like so basically episode two is just anakin being an uh, an arrogant prick i was like yeah, yeah. that's that's about yeah, that. that's the setup. Is. that is the setup for the, the third film yeah. um but it's interesting to see sort of like how how he fell but what was disappointing to me was it felt rushed that was the only problem i have with it well, just, they're no, just no. Yes, yes, and no. I felt that whole trilogy yeah. kind of like rushed it quite badly because he, at the start of it, Anakin's a kid, right? By the yeah. end of it, he's Darth Vader. Now, in between that, it just kind of like blasts through an awful lot of story points. So it presents Anakin as a dick right from the get go in episode two, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll but, hang two. on a minute. <clears throat> Why? Surely to God, if he'd been behaving like that the entire time up to that point, he would have been expelled from the order. And he would have, yeah. asked, he would have, like, had his, he would have had his connections. Well, he wasn't an arrogant prick in the first one. He was, he was a, just a kid trying to do his best. Yeah, exactly. So how has he gone from that so to the that so quickly? He, yeah, the, the arrogance has been learned with the Jedi. Yeah, the the, the force that on him with Obi that fallout with Obi Wan Kenobi and his his like. Kind of love hate relationship with Obi Wan Kenobi, won it, and it kind of forced that upon him, didn't it, for him to be, you know, arrogant, and then that's how it developed yeah, into. And he's, wow. he's ball for it. I liked it. I liked the way he felt, and it was about love and like how that was manipulated and stuff. And you know, those emotions that that played into the whole idea of the Jedi sort of not having relationships for that very reason. But yeah, but the prophecy was always about bringing balance to the Force, right? Yeah. So. Surely, then that implies that neither the Jedi nor the Sith separately are right. That actually, only through working together, as you know, embracing all of the Force, that to me was the idea of the balance, which is why I got really yeah. excited in um, the sequel trilogy when they iced um, Snoke, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" I was like, "Do you know what I mean?" And like, he was starting to say. You know what I mean? Let's let's do this together. I thought this is this is fucking happening here. I was like, you're actually gonna see it now. These two are gonna learn from each other and become like fucking you know what I mean, everything that 
like the idea of the the prophesized balance was going to be do you know what i mean they're both going to be force wielders that use all of the force that was going to be no no we're going to go in a, in a completely bizarre direction here you know and just completely fuck that up i was like oh god damn it so yeah it was like you know he's just like he's just killed this guy seeing how much of a fucking dick he is seen like the sith for the dicks that they are and he's like oh hang on a minute i just want to sit on the sith throne why you've just <laughs> you've just been thrown under the bus by him you know what i mean what i don't get it it's like it doesn't it's just suddenly he's like gone yeah we're working together oh no now i want to be a, a megalomaniac why you know what i mean for what did you ever feel like his vote was rushed in terms of how, like, you know, Palpatine became Darth Sidious and he was oh, like... That, Sid- just don't even get me started. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy yeah. as hell. You all know why. I mean, I, I think episodes two and three should have been one film. Yeah, I would agree. We want to see Darth Vader against the Jedi. We don't want to see a stroppy kid. No, yeah, exactly. We- haven't got a film of Darth Vader at the height of his powers kicking ass. No. Yeah. yeah. I think the way you did it as well, like when you had like um you know the originals, I mean you know like Darth Vader and what it was like. And you're there through episode two, going to episode three, waiting for Darth Vader to be like as Sean said then to the point where it's peak of his powers taking on the Jedi's and it's like no you don't get that. And it's like well if you want to get to kind of a little bit of a taste of that you've got to go and watch the originals. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's just like which is a bit frustrating, like, isn't it? But Anakin goes from, like, you know, a bit stroppy to killing little kids. Yeah, I know. He was yeah. like, whoa, Zero. bloody hell. So that is, even though I do like Revenge that is probably one of the major issues with the film. Yeah, it's, it's a weaker part yeah. of it, isn't it? Because he's kind of like, like Jesus. It, it's essentially, like, essentially, it's just crawling along at a certain pace. And then when the plot demands him to obviously become Darth Vader, yeah. just like, goes from like not to 100 in terms of speed of actually doing it it's like yeah, that's a good point there's a lot of things in my opinion it's all right it's just yeah the end of it is just properly rushed and that I is think, the truth no that's a good point because i feel like i mean i watched i watched a film recently last night actually Avengers Civ because i've been re-watching star wars and that and like literally like it was so much that's crammed into it like shit tons of stuff that's crammed into it like the Obi-Wan Kenobi Anakin rivalry and then you've got Palpatine coming to power etc and then you've got you know General Grievous and that and then you've got Count Dooku at the start you know what I mean there's just so much chucked into it and then like like you said towards the end like there's no natural flow of how Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader it's just like boom rushed straight away yeah I was like like what? it's like the general grievous bit what the hell's that bit about yeah. <laughs> it like a character where you'd have to have read a novel or a or a comic to get who the hell he was and what he was that was yeah. well that, you could have done that yeah. 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 rushed with him yeah, yeah like little yeah. he just came out of nowhere didn't he he was like who's yeah, this he was guy he was like a, a brain in a machine yeah but that's not like it's not explained where he came from. No, no, why? Because of how that, you just mentioned there on the novel that you do actually have to read some on that. Yeah, but that shouldn't be a film. Yeah, it shouldn't be yeah, a case, yeah, no. Yeah. I agree. I'm just saying you do actually have to read to find that. That's what why I'm am I, you know, I'm, I'm watching Star Wars and all of a sudden an asthmatic cyborg comes on. 
It just felt like a it just felt like a time filler while Anakin Skywalker was I don't like like the way that they get the army, the this order sixty six crap. Don't like that at all. Yeah. You know, either they didn't do a good job at showing Palpatine's rise to power though in terms of like his influence of like all these different like you know, uh, relations he's got. Like it just seemed like as well, oh he's like there's a guy who's having negotiations with all Republican that and that's about it. You don't really get to know as in how his powers actually got to the point where like he has so much influence and you know developing the clones, etc. and all this sort of stuff and just like right, okay. They were more bothered about putting politics into it than actual telling a story. Yeah, I feel like Episode two was a lot of politics. I thought episode two dragged out a lot, and that was a lot of politics and that. And I just felt like, mm, come on. And it only really picked. Well, is it me that's gone or you lot? I think he's gone. Oh, no. He's dead. <laughs> we have to carry on without him. Yeah. That's how that film, that's when it picked up. We don't know what you just said for the last five minutes. You've completely just frozen. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> what bit was that speaking last? Hang on, I'm just. Oh, we get we get this in the podcast. Okay. This is going to be a uh, uh, we've, we've, we've lost one. Cam, uh, on his very. We've lost one because Gavin was boring. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then and then the internet thought, oh, Gavin's too boring. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Well, no, what bit I, I, I don't to what you've just said because uh, I, I have a bit on say on that one, and that is like for the actual rise of Palpatine thing. I don't really think we need to see like every the individual detail of that. In my opinion, I prefer in anything, I preferred how it was actually done because of the fact that it's like I don't really need to see how he does it. I just need to see that it's done. In my opinion, for that one, yeah, I know. I mean, the main part of the actual story, really, and the fact that I'm pretty much was annoyed by it was the lack of actual development towards obviously making Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader. That was the part that was yeah, that was I'm saying with Sean on that one, but obviously I still do quite like Revenge of the Sith. I mean the the, the thing in Return of the Jedi when Leia tells Luke that uh, he she remembers her mum but she was always very sad. Well apparently she died in childbirth so how the hell do you remember that shit? She saw her for two seconds and she was very sad because she was dead. Well, from Return of the Good, I always thought that she had time oh, with her mother. Talking about Star Wars, so she had it. time with her mother, <laughs> and but Luke was Victory sent away because he was the um, what the you know the the one with uh, the most uh, you know the strongest force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It makes yeah. It, I mean, but, but then there's been plenty of. Um, yeah. Again, George Lucas can't, um, you know, can't remember what he wrote before. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't write it though, did he? Really, that was the main thing. In the original ones, he weren't really the writer overall. Yeah, but he still went out like that. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't changed it to. I know I can't remember anymore. Nice. <laughs> they might, they might have done it. That's, that's, that's the thing actually I've noticed a bit with Disney Plus recently as well is that they're doing a lot of changes actually, just like films from like ages back. Yeah, so you've got, you can't buy them. If you don't buy them, then you're never going to know what version of the film you've got. I said they've made a hell of a lot of changes to things like that. I'm like, what the hell? Like, just yeah. small 
we've got five different versions out of that hand. And uh, is it Greedo scene? <laughs> like we've got five, you know, who shoots first, basically. We've now got five yeah. versions of that fucking scene. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think in this Obi Wan Kenobi series that we've announced, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think that might show a bit more in terms of how yeah. it goes along with Obi Wan Kenobi? But the thing is, like you mentioned, if you want to accelerate, there was a thing today saying basically uh, Darth Vader is only going to appear to Obi Wan Kenobi as a, uh, you know, in his dreams sort of thing, because apparently he's struggling thinking that. Um, uh, basically, um, he's struggling with the fact that he uh, killed his best friend or whatever. Or not, yeah, you know. Because obviously, when like bloody Kathleen Kennedy sold it, it's like, oh, the the rematch of the century. I was like, don't you dare make them fight before fucking. Well, if they do, then the, then the whole thing's just a load of junk. Right. Well, it just shows that they're not going to do that, which is fair enough. I'm happy well, with that. Even though they came out with that, yeah. hopefully they won't. Mm. Uh, well, this is the thing. I, I trust. Uh, I trust yeah. such a, yeah. such an announcement from Disney more than I do from yeah. Kathleen Kennedy herself. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. She'll try to just try to sell it in some other way that's a load of bollocks half the time. Kathleen Kennedy talk a load of fucking shite. <laughs> Film, but what's new? Well, all these films are none of them are. Uh, yeah. I think the thing is, I think when you watch originals first, and then you go to watch the uh, the prequels, yeah. I think the anticipation of you know what's going to happen. I think that kind of a little bit kind of. Yeah. I think it has an impact on how you view the. Um, the prequels, especially episode two and episode three, I think, because you're there waiting because you know what's going to happen. And I think if you were to watch it in the um, timeline, the chronological order, I think that might have a different impact on how you view it. Maybe if you know what I mean, because I've not watched it in the timeline. Yeah, I've done both. In my opinion, keep the original trilogy and remake the rest. Comedy gold. No, you were liking because you grew up with them. Yeah, well, I think that's what it is. It's just, I was there through the originals. Like, I'm viewing it through the Nazi goggles, I'll admit it. I don't care. Yeah. All the things that I watched in you know, episode two and episode three, especially Vengeance for episode three. I remember from way back anyway, like some missed hours I remember back well, but eventually if I remember quite a lot of things that happened in that and I watched last night like refreshing memory like that, yeah. So parts of that film and episode two I remember quite well. So that's gonna have a bit of an impact on my decision from what I prefer the best, but um, on this one, this is kind of why pretty much lead on from the point that Cam ended saying where the prequels are better than the sequels. There's a one main reason for this. The prequels, for all their fucking flaws, at least had a goddamn overarching story. Like they actually had the story they were trying to tell. Not very well. eyes. In my eyes, very well. They just, they just told it the wrong way. In the sequels, it was literally like. They wanted to start out essentially by just doing. I think it was essentially. It felt like it was going to be. Oh well, it's going to be Snoke as like you know the main big bad for the three films, and it's pretty much the redemption of Ben Solo. That's that's what it started out as. Then in Last Last Jedi, it became pretty much what Cameron was saying. It could be like oh, Ray and Ben and Ben Solo pretty much trying to balance the force, and then in Episode Nine, it's like oh, by the way, here's Palpatine. And it's like the fuck. Yeah, whiplash just from like looking at it. <laughs> the amount of changes they're going back and forth. It's like, what the hell is it? 
It's just so mind-blowing at times when you just like, when you already know what can happen. I mean, you know what's going to happen, but when all of a sudden the sequels happen and they'll change too much, it's just like, the fuck? What does everything mean then? Because it's like, oh, oh, you're messed. They didn't start off with a story for the sequels. They just they just thought, right. It, it was is to one of you know when you were a kid and you used to do that picture where you drew a head and then you folded it down and then someone drew a body and then they folded it down and then yeah. someone drew the legs and then they and then then they you saw it and they had a stupid head and a stupid body and a stupid leg. <laughs> That's the Disney sequels. That's the sequel. <laughs> Some stuff like yeah. up. I think there's a rumor going around actually. Apparently, originally, mm. they're going to make a Ron Kenobi raise um, yeah, grandfather or something like that. Make him uh, raise uh, grandfather, which would have been even more bollocks because of the fact that he doesn't have relationships with literally anyone. I don't think they have to fix the sequel trilogy. They just have to get rid of it. <laughs> well, I think we should just take it from the Mandalorian and and do, and do it. Take different thing. Just don't wreck them at all. Yeah. Mm. Well, what do you think of the upcoming like TV shows? I mean, that was huge series. Do you think how much impact do you think that's going to have on people's reflections on the franchise since our story? Well, I'm hoping that uh, the book of the book of Fetch should be good. Um, Book of Boba Fett, we had Mandalorian season three. Should be good. I'm that the fellow who plays Boba Fett might lose a bit of weight this time to uh, before he puts the armor. He doesn't like it's um, uh, covering more much of his body when he's got it on. Um, like they I mean, it, plaster the walls. Yeah, it, it made sense given the circumstances. Yeah. Literally, it'd been in a star outfit for God knows how long. And I've really done it. Garlic he, he don't get fat in a scarlet pit. He's spinning you know, on Tatooine in a Burger King somewhere, just scuffing his bloody face. Do leave him be. I mean, yeah, obviously he's not been off Tatooine. Although, um, he's still had his ship, so he might have been off Tatooine. So he's sitting there. Might get, we might get to find these kind of things out in the, in the actual like, show. Um, you never know. I said, I was thinking, you don't really know what it's going to be about. I'm surprised if they do a flashback so, yeah, uh, episode but, where uh, you see him escaping. Well, I'm going to have to do that, otherwise, people are like, well, how the fuck did it? That's it. But, you know, they'd have to. Uh, We've done that. Choose another fellow who's a lot slimmer than he is at the minute. Six grand. Even that, or if he does slim down, who knows? Almost fell off my fucking chair. Well, yeah, although that was, you know, that was the best thing over Christmas that was on. Uh, the no, I oh, yeah, but now they were amazing. Oh, I loved that. That was great. It's confused. It um, Skywalker so, uh, <laughs> gets revealed as it comes through the door of the ship, and you're like, so, um, yeah, shot as well. So, no, we like the I, green light. I, I didn't think oh, they I, I I don't know who I thought it I thought it was going to be Mace Windu, to be honest. <laughs> the Samuel Jackson. Yeah, said, look, you know, I, think, I don't because I didn't think they go back to Luke Skywalker's face. It's none of the things. So they needed to redeem him after last Jedi. That's the reality of it. I said, oh this is why they should redo it all. If I have to the thing we have like Mark Hamill drinking goddamn space cow milk. Like you're only looking at <laughs> we don't need that. 
Yeah, no, not like, right. like, uh, Mark Hamill drinking green titty like, milk. Yeah, he's on a beach. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as he says, I've spent 10 years. You don't need that as a fucking I think as well, that's some of the dialogue. She knows it's the She's just like. The only part of the sequel. She just knows. Like, it's between Anakin and Luke. Not Luke, Anakin and Obi Wan. It just sounds so cringy at times. Like, the conversation just felt so forced and wooden at the time. That's why I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's just the same with straight back. Well, straight back serious. Sounds so wooden. I'm like, I cringe when they said he was going to be in the new Obi Wan series because it's like, why are you in? No. Go away. Don't want, we don't want to be reminded of your acting. It'll be, it'll be for this whole dream yeah. thing. That's what it'll be. I'm hoping it's just there. Uh, I, I mean, I'm guessing it will be. There's no way they're going to do anything else, surely. We cannot do him and Obi-Wan having a fight. I'm just going to stick by that. It can't happen. Just let me know his name to new audiences. That's what I think we're doing. You know what they're doing? Some sort of forced projection fight. Knowing that, no, fine. Oh, god, that's not a real. I just think I do. If they do, then no. Well, I'm just serious. I can say, I know there's the Ahsoka series, which is probably where we're going to find out that she dies at the end of it or something. But she can't, she's in this, she's in the Mandalorian. Oh, you mean the new series? Yeah, the new series, because that's apparently a follow-on from Mandalorian. Mm. So that's where she dies. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Because that's the thing. She's one of the characters, like the actual voice actor who did her in the Clone Wars. She ended up with the speaking tray in the sequel. So unless they are retconning the sequels entirely, that means that she's technically dead. Because... <laughs> I don't know. Well, she wouldn't have lived that for... Oh, she might have done, actually. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. No, she no, that. She'll have been the same age as Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, but Obi Wan's very much dead by the in, in the middle of the originals, isn't it? After the first film. Yeah. Basically, means that she's dead because it's a false ghost. So yeah, <laughs> I'm calling it. It's either going to be in the series. She will die at the end of it, or they're going to completely wreck on the sequels, which would be interesting. They're making a mess of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, mm. yeah, there's nothing wrong with originals and then you had the sequel, not the sequels, the originals and then you had the prequels. Prequels, because it's been such a long time, like yeah, I was a 10 year gap. You know, like, oh, let's do the sequels and we just been trying to do too much and completely forget what happened before and then I think we're trying to. I think we're stuck in between trying to appeal to new audiences, people who've not really watched Star Wars from the start of the beginning. I mean, still trying to, you know, keep on the old original Star Wars fans at the same time. I think we're trying to juggle it all. I think personally, and I think you don't need to juggle. That's what I think we're doing. It's not good. Like you too, you probably got introduced to Star Wars through your mum or your dad or you or an older brother or something like that. I've shown my kids <laughs> Part of the appeal, Star really, Wars, right, and so they, you know, they like it because it's come through me, like, you know, and you show them at an early age. Going yeah. flat out and um, initially, you know, and so they're happy with that. Years, but, making money, you know what I mean? Then we I mean, even my kids are happy with the prequels because they're young enough to, the they're so dumb and young enough to think, oh, they're, they're all right. But even the smartest kids don't even want to 
that don't want to sit never through really trade negotiations. Idea. <laughs> so you need to start a bit smaller. But yeah. That's what episode two kind of was for most of it. <laughs> the first one was as well, really. Yeah. yeah but the first one had Darth Maul, which was cool as yeah. fuck. And that when it gets to a point where mm-hmm. I was the, the, guy, the guy himself not quite cool as fuck. I did when he was at the end of solo. I did wince yeah. thinking, "Oh no, why they're bringing yeah, him back?" Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, he survives in the Golden Wars, so if that's a cartoon, it is canon. Whether you like it or not, it's canon. Part of the universe as much as some people might not like the animated version of it. Yeah. Well, the sequel trilogy is supposed to be canon, but they're trying to get rid. Well, I mean, yeah, that's because the sequel trilogy is shit. The Clone Wars is actually good. Looking good. Yeah. What are we going to do to sequels if we're just going to fake it out? I might explain it through bloody time travel and that, but I think that's too. That's a lazy thing to do. Yeah, it is a lazy thing to do, but they've already introduced it in Rebels, so if they are going to say that's an alternative dimension, leave it as that. Yeah. Let's not turn it into Lost, okay? Yeah. Where you've got like flashbacks, you know, different dimensions of a storyline, everything all chucked into what? Different dimension than it going into some convoluted time travel. Time travel can work if you do it properly, but they won't do it properly. You just come to the end way, just have Ray Skywalker waking up one day, it's just a dream. Everything's just all a dream. Time travel work story about time travel. When time travel doesn't work <laughs> is when something goes yeah, wrong in the story and then they use time travel to try and fix it. That just yours or is it? A better way to do it would be to just ignore the sequels. Just carry on doing the the retcon. Just don't them. Just go in a different direction and keep going on this timeline that the Mandalorian's going on. This is the thing they bring up the whole yeah, cloning thing, obviously with Baby Yoda's blood from like the actual third final one. And the only thing I could think of when that, when that was brought up was like, oh, I'm guessing that's fucking Snoke. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping. I don't want. I don't want Snoke. No one wants Snoke. <laughs> I mean, Snoke was just this deformed figure with a bloody um, gold dressing gown on. Yeah. <laughs> who ended up being a clone of Palpatine apparently we all found yeah. that in the last film thousands of him in jars <laughs> so but <laughs> Snoke <laughs> anyway what do, anyway MGM Gavin as well while we're at it you wanted to talk about that didn't you looking forward to spending more time with yeah MGM had been put for studios have been put for sale uh, five million dollars actually not fifty million dollars five million dollars have been put up for sale so what does that mean for the future of a James Bond franchise that's the question it's going to be dead and buried but someone will take it over that's uh, not going to make him bloody woke <laughs> not going to make him depressed alcoholic stood on an island trying to get back to the UK yeah not going to make the world shit own film take it back to what it was <clears throat> take it back to Sean Connery and cancel culture and shite. Take it back to Star Sean Connery a la Pierce Brosnan as well because Pierce Brosnan is a good bond it's just he didn't always get the movies to reflect his you know his talent really I think personally. Mm. Well, the right so <laughs> at the wrong time basically. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best I think it's Pierce Brosnan. Even if 
Um, problem was all right. He, I didn't like Dalton. He was too serious. That was like Jake's. He was essentially portraying Daniel Craig's James Bond before Daniel. Yeah, and I know they're probably going. Well, this is what the book, what the books are like. Yeah, but you didn't. That's not what people have fallen in love with. Yeah, they felt they fell for the projects like this year. Connery Moore sort of bond. You know, the need to get you had like. Yeah, because we fucking never became a modern era, yeah, but it was kind of it was a way of that, um, kind of still evolving into modern era yeah, in a style yeah, where you could accept yeah, up yeah, until the point where you got just chill the world is not enough and dying day, which is just abysmal. Like, 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 the right James Bond for sale through NGM or do the broccoli still keep it? Really kind of like, uh, I mean, a lot of scenes that MGM has been put so I don't know in terms of like <laughs> who else for like what happens to the so franchise. I don't know. I, was like, yeah, I quite like that. I mean, I mean think about it. What, what, whether some studio like, take. What was the last decent film that MGM made? Yeah, I mean, got yeah. that out of the system now. Um, enjoyed it. Um, but the thing is, when I forget MGM, I'm not going to think about anything. Going and stuff like Jamie when he wants. Uh, what well, have the last decent? I'm a billion, though. It's not worth five billion, surely not. I doubt it. I think we're just five billion might be just valuation of the heritage and the franchise of Bond. Not necessarily in terms of what it's worth now, but I'm guessing that, yeah, given that, hang on. Yeah, I think Bond goes with it as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the thing is, it struggled to kind of like yeah. adapt throughout the modern years because the thing is, back in Connery days and the more days, at the time it was seen as like almost ahead of its game. We said the whole gadgets and what have you, and like this was like before, this was way before the digital era and stuff. But ever since the digital era is going to play, it's like that has affected the James Bond franchise out, you know. In today's day and age, how does a secret British spy go about his business, about his work? Do you know what I mean? It's a whole right. different ball game now. And I've yeah, but that's yeah, you don't have to say. So MGM films, the ones that we might know. So they did the remake of Child Play. I don't know if they did the other Child Play films as well. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know MGM. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the Bond films, it's all um, no MGM. They have the Rocky franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did it. So all yeah. the Creek films. <laughs> so I'm moving across somewhere else. Um, they also own the latest incarnation of Tomb Raider films. Is it right? I don't know if they other ones, but apparently Tomb Raider's an MGM title. I had the, 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 the new one, which was average, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Let's hope on charts, not like that. The rest is really, really mm-hmm. poor quality comedies and like legally blonde and basically shit. Yeah, uh, they did the reboot of Robocop. Did they? Oh, um, yeah, I would say what a good film and all. It seems to be a remake. They did a remake of Overboard, which you won't know what the hell that is. Never heard of it. Candyman. I don't know if they've done the remake of Candyman that's coming out. Who's Cam talking to? I don't know. Talking to Nick, probably, I guess. No doubt. No, Jake's here. 
All right. I'm just having a chat about the 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 remake of uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which basically went straight to Amazon, I think. Yes, that ain't one. All right, that sums it up then, doesn't it? Then they called it Hustle and changed all the blokes that were in it into women. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I forgot. All the rest is hot tub time machine. Oh well, at least I've got that. That's all right. So I'm going to show MGM's like valuation goes up in Rocky franchise and the James Bond franchise. That's yeah, literally that, pretty much. That's yeah. That, that essentially... Well, I'm, I'm telling you now, they're not worth... Now, how many billion? How many million? 500? 5 billion dollars, apparently. 3.5 billion dollars. So yeah, it's not that? 5 billion dollars. I think they're dying on their ass. That's what... Well, I mean, they've got to be dying on their ass. That's why they're up for sale. Yeah, so you can't be doing too well if you put yourself up for sale. Yeah. But no, that's your question on the whole thing yeah. what you just said there anyway, but I'm about James Bond like, and uh, the, the modern era kind of thing. I don't necessarily think you have to set them all in the modern era anyway. There's no point in always being like, oh, well, what would they, what would we do about, like, yeah. in the modern era? It's like, why don't you just take it back a bit in time? See how fast it's going to be. Funnily enough, why the man from Uncle no, was the one because it was essentially like a time period of time where that had kind of worked. I feel like with Bond, you have to have that kind of time like setting for it to work. I don't see it as a film that can really work very well in the modern era. I think as far as everyone has that much technology now, it's like, well, it won't work. Yeah, I think as far as you can push it is maybe like the 90s era and Piers Brosnan. That's as far as you go. I think that's the one thing like it's a good point. Like, yeah, yeah, ever, ever since yeah, yeah. like gone into the 2000s, yeah. the noughties or whatever you want to call it, yeah, Daniel Craig era, that's kind of what I struggled with. Because Cinema was good. Yeah. That was good yeah. because yeah. you really focused. You could watch that without thinking, oh, this is yeah. the same yeah. modern era. You could watch how you felt like the way you're watching a classic Bond film anyway because Cinema Real. But it was like, bottom yeah. soulless. God, what was that? There's more. Most of it was in a desert, say no more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like, like, I just fucking, like, like, just said there, I think we should just go back to the roots and, like, either say it back into the 60s or 70s or 80s and 90s. Just don't go into, like, the 2000s. Yeah. I think that will go down quite well, actually. Ultimately, if you think this way, like, they've rebooted it fucking dozen times at this point. Yeah, but they're going to make it in school. They were showing something the other day. I saw something in the record. And it was going to be this uh, black fella play. I don't mind a black fella playing it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you know, if you are going to tell this, you can't be a guy. You know, they were they they weren't really in them sort of positions. No. But yeah, that's, that's just it. it's like it's like them complaining that they didn't have a diverse cast in 1917. It's because what well, there weren't no diversity then. Oh, that's it. They were all back home making ammunition and pies. It is true. That's the thing. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's just like, oh, you've always. It seems like for for films, it's like, oh, we've got to have a story. We've got to get a budget, and we've also got to tick a checklist. It's like you don't. 
You don't yeah. need to do that because ultimately, if, if you're saying it in a time, in a certain time, like like a certain time or time piece like that kind of shit, yeah, like you said, ultimately back in those days, that was the reality of it. And if you don't like it, suck it up and don't watch it. Yeah, so that's on Twitter that that your that your cast wasn't diverse enough for you. That's the thing now, isn't it? Like, have you heard about the new? Um, what was it? It's one of the wives of Emma the Eighth. But Anne Boleyn, I think it's Anne Boleyn. Is it? Was she one of the wives of Emma the Eighth? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like set uh, the last days of her. And so they, they um, apparently Charles Five are doing. They they put uh, a black actress in the, the role of Anne Boleyn, which isn't historically accurate. But no, what no? It's uh, what, what do they call it now? In a uh, culturally inappropriate or something like that. Cultural inappropriation. Now, if you put, I, I saw somebody uh, somebody put on a remark saying, "Well, making uh, Amber Lynn into a white woman—that's like um, uh, Tom Hanks uh, playing Martin Luther King in your next film." Yeah, that was right. Well, it's, it's the same thing. They'd be up in arms if Tom Hanks was playing Martin Luther King in the, in the next film. Yeah, film about Martin Luther King. But yeah, apparently we just got to suck it up with Bam Berlin's of black one. I didn't get the idea of it. It's just like just check this culture about Carmen. Yeah, well, this is it. It's just like, oh yeah, we need to make certain we have it diverse because if we don't, the mob will descend on us. It's like no, just fucking focus on making a good fucking film. Make yeah. it accurate and, and, and make and make it essentially informative if you're making it on a historical figure. For fuck's sake, in that role because they're not um, black, white, or whatever they are. But yeah, when it's going the way around, making a white character into a black person or whatever, then it, that's fine. <laughs> you go into our Optimus Primus, and it's going to be a, a, a female robot, was like all in dark colours. But it's not binary as well. That's why it's called Optimus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you're going to find you're going to find Optimus Prime hanging out the back of Bumblebee. <laughs> oh god give it time give it time but no it's it's stupid though because it's just this like i said it's just this culture where it's like oh yeah we've got to make certain that we you know appease the mob basically and it's like no just fucking focus. if it's an historical figure like Anne Boleyn is obviously folks are making a good fucking film based on that and inform people about it but well, it's supposed to be historically correct. So if people are watching it, they know what's going on. Now you're going to get a, a certain generation of kids thinking that Anne Boleyn was a black woman. <laughs> when in reality, that's not the case. Well, that's well, the oh, no, and it's supposed to be a, 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 a you know a historical document. I think I think worst example. I think worst example of it all would be if you got someone who was white to do Nelson Mandela and do his story, but is a white guy. That would probably be the worst example of it. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be a great one, would it? <laughs> the whole story was based on the whole, you know, yeah. slavery thing. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> African, that, that sort of shit. So if you made him white, I just wouldn't be right, would it? It's it just be like starring as Nelson, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> it's Ross. <laughs> Old man Rosman, wow. Fucking hell. That'd be an interesting fucking... I can already see the reviews. The mob descending in like nah, fucking bollocks, mate. Mel, I mean, Mel Gibson plays Winnie Mandela. 
he's also a man. Oh, fucking hell. But it doesn't matter because it's not binary. Oh, dear God. Pain. Well, that's the best way we're at now. Yeah, that is the place we're at now. Honestly, I'm locked right now. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't, like, I know obviously you've got the DC universe going on and stuff coming out of you, but like, I'm surprised you haven't, like, made any major moves to make Catwoman, like, a major force in the world or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a whole new franchise just around that. You say we've got DC, but. Well, I'd say to this extent, like, you're know, uh, Wonder Woman, I don't know. No. <laughs> oh, God, go on. I need to hear about this. Because I, re- I don't intend on watching it anyway, so. I'm not watching like, it's Wonder Woman now. Well, well I like it. it. About it. Well, we watched it. And if not, impeaching him. But, I mean, next. Yeah, that's what's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. I did. Um, well, basically, it's set, obviously, it's set in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, If. Uh, Kirsten Wiggs' character is basically the same character as she played in uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, God. It's socially awkward. Yeah. Really? Uh, socially, socially awkward woman, basically. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of plays in every film, isn't it? Bridesmaids and everything. I, 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 I watched enough of her film, Buster, now. So, yeah, she's playing the same sort of character that if they took her out, it wouldn't have made any difference. I mean, apparently, I don't know much about Wonder Woman, but apparently uh, this cheater character that she's playing is uh, one of, like, it's like what uh, Joker is to Batman. It's that sort of level of, you know, arch narcissist yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But in this film, um, she just plays a woman who wishes she was, like, uh, Diana Prince. So uh, that's how she gets all the superpowers. What, from wishing? From wishing. She didn't know that, that uh, she was Wonder Woman. But when she said, I want to be just like her, um, that that's when men started fancying her and she started having all these powers and it's like, oh, what's this about? You know, because she just she just wore hair as this sexy lady walking around get, getting attention from men and she didn't have it. So she had all these powers, but she, she didn't like have any training of it or anything. And she, just, nah, she just had them. Yeah, so she, yeah, she got all these powers, but um, she didn't wish to be a fighter or anything like that. Uh, but she's got all these fighting skills. Yeah, but where's the cheater part of this coming? Because cheaters, like you know. Oh, later on, she 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 says, uh, "Well, you're only supposed to allow one wish." But later on, she says she wants to be a uh, an apex predator. She said that's how she said. <laughs> You don't say a cheater or anything. She just says, I want to be an apex predator. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, the main fella makes it, um, well, Pedro Pascal, who, you know, after flying high with the Mandalorian, is uh, taking a full-on nosedive. He's really well in the film, though, from what I've heard. He's all right. I, I don't get where everyone's saying, oh, he's supposed to be Donald Trump, because he's just a, he just plays a, an 80s businessman. Prosperity criticism. Okay. So labels Donald Trump. It's because of the fact that, that every businessman is now labelled as Donald Trump because of the fact that you know that's the mob again. <laughs> the mob mentality. Well, oh, uh, yeah. So uh, the oh, my no. problem with it is, um, she wishes that um, the bloke uh, uh, Chris Pine was back in it uh, from the first one. Did he get detonated though? <laughs> 
Like literally She wishes him back. But he gets he doesn't come back. He just comes back as consciousness inside somebody else's body. <sighs> what the fuck? So but Chris we see Chris Pine, but it's not Chris Pine in real life, it's somebody else. It's Chris Pine cloned. Has got Chris Pine in his body that very night. She shags him, so he's <laughs> some other bloke. I mean, it, this 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 other fella. I mean, forgive forgive me or, or not, but when the eight is rife in eight and stuff like that, maybe maybe the next one that's what she's doing. She's getting a blood transfusion, trying to get all the bloody AIDS out of her body. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because he says he's Steve. Is it Steve Trevor? Is supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and then um, and then this Steve Trevor then puts this bloke's life in jeopardy several times by uh, in car chases and bloody. If there's no like, oh, right. should we do this? And she's going, well, yeah, because I'm under, I can protect you. And all this lot, but the, the thought behind that is like, oh well, if he dies, no, basically, it it's just basically, oh, I'm Steve Trevor. Oh, are you? Hello. Let's go back to your place. Right. And so she shags him. I don't know how many times she shags him, but it's like it's not even him. It's some it's some other bloke. You know, I mean, it could. For all we knew, the bloke had a wife and kids. <laughs> Does he die at the end of this? Well, no. Uh, at the end, um, you see, when you make a wish, <laughs> you, you, it takes something from you. So for her, it was depleting her powers. No. Sacrifice. So obviously she says, I renounce my wish because... And even that was done poorly. She basically yeah. have a sacrifice yeah. to say leaves him on the side of the road and then runs off and then shouts, I renounce my wish. There was no like big <laughs> I'm off now or anything like that. It was just breaks it. He just runs off uh, and, and, and says that and then she starts running a bit quicker than she did before because she's now getting the powers back. So well no awkward stares were at the end of it all. It's like, oh just staring for the sake of staring. Uh, it's not really, no. Um, not like Twilight, not Kylo Ren. It's stairs. <laughs> no, <laughs> what you mean. no, no, no. Yeah. It weren't done very well. Yeah. That bit. It, like I say, it was okay as an action film. You know, it was a, just a turn your brain off sort of, if it's on sort of thing, you know, don't, you don't read, you know, just watch it. You don't okay. really read much into it. But yeah, you do. that was the biggest, you know, it was the um, kind of the rape element, really, that kind of, made, you know, made me think, well, yeah. the rape element. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you're about it this way, she is legitimately just... She yeah. was this bloke's consciousness inside this bloke. Obviously, she didn't choose the bloke. Yeah. Uh, that's almost like giving this fellow Rowick, no. <laughs> right? And then she just blatantly shags him. Well, I think you've put me off from that now. That's for sure. No, 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 it's all right, but it's just very questionable where the morals are. Really, the question oh, is: morals, like, you know, built up to in the flipping trailer, is there the goddamn invisible jet? 
let's just if it was the other way around and say I don't know Batman had uh, gone oh I wish uh, um, this woman was back and it and it was a, a woman's consciousness put inside a woman people would have said oh he's forcing herself on him on her sorry but because it's the other yeah, way around yeah, right. <laughs> because it's a beautiful woman trying to uh, seduce another fella. No, or well, not trying to seduce, shagging another fella. Then that's okay. But the other that's way around, I don't think it it wants to. Yeah, I don't think that's why in the other way around in, in this uh, modern society. But oh, it's also, the film is two and a half hours long. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Getting some mileage there. Getting some mileage. <laughs> it's not if it's not getting a release at the cinema, then it's no matter how long it is, does it? True. Yeah, that's true. Can you fast forward through it? I'm curious. Pause the film, Bill. Yeah. I can already see which scenes I'd be fast forwarding through. You pretty much just announce them to me. I mean, my, my recommendation would be give it a watch, but don't go out your way. Okay. Give it a watch. Don't go out your way. What else to do? Just, just there you go. It's part of a hate watch trend. Do it. Ah, <laughs> hashtag hate watch. <laughs> you know, if, if not else, what? Look, just watching her for two and a half hours ain't too bad, is it? <laughs> True. True. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, good. I'd for two and a half hours than Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh god. No, nah, just to go. That, that is just, just the whole like, idea of like fucking, uh, fucking like just randomly raping some random guy essentially, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's fine." I what can't get that in my head. That's mental. Other people are going on about other stuff, but that sort, you know, the, the other stuff don't. You, the, the, they're all going about this orange man bad crap, and I hate that term. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, we've just seen um, Donald Trump uh, being a, a warmonger over the last two days. You know, you're not wrong. Telling everyone to go home, but I'll make America great again. We have to fight for democracy and all this lot, and we won by a landslide when you didn't. You have zero evidence of this, but yeah, fucking go for it. It was really I was watching uh, CNBC News. Um, okay. See now they uh, when he released his uh, apology. They yeah. start playing it, and the first thing he said was, uh, I know we won by a landslide and, and they stole our election and all this lot, right? And the anchor for CNBC News, he just basically went, whoa, 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 stop the tape. We're not playing this crap. What he's saying are lies. It was brilliant. You can't <laughs> about it. CNBC and uh, try and fight it because it just stopped it dead and said, it's a shame we don't see anything like that. I'm anchor man for this new station. I'm not playing any more of his lies. It's a shame that like the British stations don't do that when Boris is giving a speech or any sort of crap like that or any updates or anything. <laughs> just like podcaster just interrupted. No, no, not listening to his blithering idiot go on and on. Well, you can't believe a word that Boris Johnson says. No. Oh no, not one word. Boris um, uh, 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 Johnson. Spastic. Your analogy of this man, Gavin. <laughs> On Wednesday, schools will remain open and there's nothing to worry about. And then on Monday, he went, we're closing all the schools and uh, you've all... There's nothing to worry about. 
He risked basically Boris Johnson. He risked the nation's children for one day. So basically, right next day, lockdown, boom, come back. Yeah, yeah. But you know the thing is though, it's like we're doing it. We're doing this about oh yeah, we'll lock down everything, but we're still allowing people in through planes. Yeah. I mean, yesterday yeah. over a thousand people died in one day. Fuck. Yeah. Well, are they from COVID cases or not? Though? Yeah, they're COVID. Not. Yeah, they might not have died of COVID, but they died with COVID. With COVID. Yeah. So I, think, I think it's just saying one thing about hospitals is like, you know, <laughs> a breeding ground for COVID, but when you really get one person who's got it, and all of a sudden, like, someone else is yeah. suffering from something. Where if you're sick, you go to a hospital. It's kind of a <laughs> tradition around these parts. <laughs> Don't go to the hospital. <laughs> Stay sick at home, get some medication, you'll be fine. Don't go to hospital, don't go. Suck it up, just have a cup of tea. You, need to go to respirator, you kind of need to go to hospital. Yeah, there is that. Bring the hospital to you. <laughs> you can't, because ambulance waiting times are off the scale, apparently. That was a great yeah. analogy as well when they said that. I said, oh, yeah, the ambulance waiting times are off the scale. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What what yeah. gets me about Donald Trump, right, and people's perception of him? <clears throat> Why is it that no one seems to, in America seems to have cottoned on to the fact that he's like some kind of nineteen twenties gangster? Oh yeah, Ma, see, that, this is my country, that. see, Ma. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, it's like it's literally it's like, that, that's the way he talks and everything all the time. It's ridiculous. I'm sure if he won, he'd still want recounts because he'd want to win by more. <laughs> oh, I won by ten. By, by ten. I want to win by ten. Has he like threatened like several people to go out and recount if they don't or something? He's going to do some drastic actions and some shit. So Tell the governor of Georgia or the secretary in Georgia, Georgia, that he needs to find uh, like seventeen thousand votes from somewhere. Just find seventeen thousand votes. Just cost. Yeah, just under my seat. somewhere. If he's not arrested soon, I don't know. They're on about impeaching him now. It's too little, too late, isn't it? Well, so there's no point in impeaching him now because ultimately it's a waste of resources. It's a waste of effort, and ultimately it's got he's gone in two weeks anyway. But he's incited all this. Um, so you got a message from that last Jake. Uh, all this violence, hasn't he? He basically said, we've won, we need to fight for democracy, but go back in there. Well, <laughs> uh, so the thing with it is, though, it's like, yeah, I agree, he's obviously fucking excited, definitely. No fucking, no way to us about that, but at the same time, it's always been like this with America anyway, where like, this huge divide between North and South. And the actual like country is insane. Do I know, I, I thought to myself, well, you know, the UK is probably like, you know, all, all is in the UK is we just take the piss out of the South, really. But like for them, it's like it is like for a deep root of fucking a hatred to each other. It's like fucking hell. Yeah, the vast majority of like UK deep down, really, like all kind of try to work towards the same goal and all believe kind of in the same goal. Not saying exactly the same, but almost. In America, it's just like you said, North South divide. It's just the delusion is unbelievable, the difference of the complete different size is insane and like the fact that I still think Donald Trump is the man to lead them to the great America in the future despite what he's done and the evidence of what's happened and the damage he's caused is just absolutely mind-blowing how I still think that's you know it's the right way to go I don't, I don't even know how 
half of America still voted for him. Aye. Because the fact that it's in their mind, it's, they'll never forget. And this is the major issue with America, is that they've got this two-party system that ultimately doesn't work. Same here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, it is literally that. We have obviously got other parties. But it's see, like, the like, is, probably, they don't see there's anyone else to vote for. Yeah, listen, just it. And this is the problem with it. Is like, the people that like, voted for him were the people that used to watch The Apprentice over there. voting for him. Literally, the only reason he got in was literally a simple case of it were just people who were completely fed up with fucking Democrats, let's be honest. That's literally yeah. it. And then obviously they didn't think it through at all and they thought, oh, well, because of that, I don't want to vote for fucking a Democrat, we'll vote for it just costs. Do not take it back and think. And it's the same in the UK. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'll never vote Doris, so I'll vote Labour. I'll never vote Labour, so... I don't know who would vote for Boris Johnson. People who don't want Labour in, basically, is what it would be in that situation. That used to vote Labour. I mean... I just looked who was left <laughs> out of and, and did like a protest vote and voted for somebody else. Right, um, Green yeah. Party. <laughs> we didn't even have a Green candidate in our area. No, no one's to run this shit all. Same here, to be honest. Unless called John Trickett, yeah. who's had it for John Trickett. Well, Trickett. to send things like it, if. If you're no good, I mean, who's going to vote for Jeremy Corbyn as well? But I weren't voting for that bloody blonde-haired, fop-eared. Yeah, he was ending on bloody, have I got news for you? But other than that, I don't want him running the country. <laughs> and yet. No. Now, when you think of Boris Johnson, you think of this bloody idiot with two flags hanging from a bloody zip wire. <laughs> 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 That is the most charge of our country, ladies and gents. Someone in charge. In America, you get things like war heroes and stuff like that standing for office, and we get that. Yeah, we get, and we get someone who was educated in Eton, apparently. We we, we need like a working class. The problem is, we need the Labour Party. The opposition has been so weak recently as well, compared to what we have in Tories, and that's not helping either. So. The thing is, in the in the back rooms, it's all it's all run by people that go right. If you vote the line here, then we'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> Even we are getting too political by, it, but we probably are doing it anyway. Even like you know, politics. Involve child chancellors of the Labourers or whatever. They're like ex-Tories anyway, so it's like there's fucking Tories everywhere. Even if you look at Labour, it's just oh. Tories <laughs> everywhere. Basically, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it, it needs ripping down and starting again. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, Houses of Parliament with all the politicians yeah. inside it. Viva Revolution. Yeah. Bring yes. it back back full. No, we're not saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying go to the House of Parliament and burn it down. You know, I'm sure. No, 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 I am. <laughs> still exist under there. <laughs> you are. Cool. Under the Houses of Parliament, all the Tories. I dare say they probably will. The yeah. Power under. yeah, they will do. They'll still be there. Um, well, so, so, fucking hell. Oh, like something like Let's me from Ben Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yes, yesterday, they, they raided their equivalent of the Houses of Parliament. Uh, you, know, you know, Americans' equivalent of the Houses of Parliament. 
and uh, you know they they were shooting at well there wasn't that much shooting there was a bit at the beginning now like five people have died haven't they yeah did you see that like the uh, the ex uh, the veteran who got shot did you see that uh, climbing up on there and that secret service agent just going nope once the <laughs> chest see you later well why not yeah <laughs> You know, you don't know what they're doing. Like a sack of spuds. It's like, you know, they got a bomb. Yeah, you don't know. They might have a bloody bucket of anthrax on them. I don't know. Yeah, they had no way of knowing. They were a threat, and that's the end of it. She should have known better. As a veteran who's been in the military, she knew the score. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, that was stupid, beyond words. That's not not a protest. That's an attack. It is, and it's her own fault. She got exactly what you know, so I, I don't know what she was expecting to happen. No. Let's, let's just storm this building yeah. that, you know, has secret service agents in it. Oh, that's an excellent yeah. fucking idea, that. So, so they have that. The last time our areas of the parliament got broken into, they just chucked purple powder at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Oh, well, I mean, the, was it last summer or the summer before when... Um, Somebody had a car, and they tried to ram raid uh, the houses of power. A few years ago, yeah. Uh, police so they shot, died, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they shot him. Which I, I, you know, they should have shot him sooner. Yeah. They should have shot him when he arrived here. Fucking hell, Sean. Well, there's a bit bleak, I know. But what I'm saying is, what no, what I'm saying is, um. Apparently, questions are being asked because people got shot. Now, questions should be asked: How the hell did they get in there in the first place? I thought I thought America was like the, you know, that have had armed guards everywhere. Absolutely, that's what I'd have assumed as well. That is the, you know, <laughs> that's Congress. You know what I mean? It's like if you're not going to defend that place, but where are you going to defend? No, yeah, it should be locked up like Fort Knox. That place. Fucking Capitol building, for Christ's sake! It's like, not only that, they were counting votes. Yeah. It's like as if we're going to storm the Pentagon and basically yeah. don't come out like strip yeah. stop it from happening. Yeah. That's something when it is. When he gets inoculated, when he gets sworn in, um, someone's going to try and bloody sniper the old git. Hmm. Yeah, I would Biden. Say I would suggest that security will be extremely high at the inauguration exactly. for that very yeah. reason. Yeah. If there's not bulletproof glass in front of... On there that, will you know, be bulletproof the, glass everywhere. Then I, you know... I mean, even... Uh, what's his name? I bloody glass in front of him. Um, Trump. Obama. He That's made his Trump. first apology. Yeah. And uh, I can't believe that no one got around off to him, to be honest, in his four years. I don't know. It's amazing, isn't it, considering. But then that's the difference. That's the difference between... People who are traditionally vote Democrat, who are reasonable, yeah. right-minded, you know, people, and then you've got the Republicans who are just this snarling, vicious, fucking Republican, yeah. um, <clears throat> racist, just money-grabbing bunch of bastards. Yet I don't understand how anyone votes for them. It's like, oh, we, you know, Barack Obama goes, yeah, we should have an NHS and the Republican Party's up in arms because, like, you know, all their rich mates are doctors who own medical institutions and, like, they would just lose all of their money overnight. It's like, we well, can't let this happen. This is a threat to our democracy. No, it's not. 
You're trying to help people. Do you know what I mean? And you're just trying to line your own pockets. Get fucked. Dickheads. Yeah. The dickheads. Yeah. The, the, this is my problem with America is that it's full of Americans. And the problem with Americans is that they're like children. But the biggest problem of all is that they're fucking our children, boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, we made those idiots. Yeah, but yeah. those idiots can have a gun legally as well. I know. They're just, like I say, they're like children. They've just not matured as a country yet at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, places, no, no, places in Europe, places in, you know, like Britain and stuff, you know, have got... <laughs> yeah. Going, got a history going back thousands and thousands of years. There's a few hundred years old, you know what I mean? They're still toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> I, will die, I will die for my right to carry a gun. No, you might well, well do then. <laughs> you know, when, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get the gun thing, to be honest. No, I don't either. It's like, do you remember when, um, oh, where was it up in Scotland where the... Um, that guy went into the school with the gun and shot them all. Um, oh, um, <sighs> near Aberdeen somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah, I forget no. now. Anyway, practically, I, I, I worked on a documentary about it. You know? Yeah, practically overnight, guns were outlawed. Do you know what I mean? And to this day, Ownership of a gun is very, very, very strictly controlled, and there are only certain places that you can actually use a weapon like that. Do you know what I mean? And funny enough, funny enough, our gun crime figures are significantly lower than in America. I wonder why that is. <laughs> it's a bit obvious, isn't it? It's because we don't let anyone just walk about the streets with a gun. Yeah. There's so, like, I mean, like, like, a license and just carries a gun around him in the home, which is in random. They don't. You know, when they stop somebody in the paddock they don't say, uh, "Why have you got a gun?" They say, "Have you got a permit for that gun?" Yeah. Yeah. The first question is, "Why are you carrying a gun, surely?" Yeah. I don't care if you got a permit. Yeah. What you intending to do on this street with that gun? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, well, yeah, I, I intend to defend myself against anyone who ha else who has a gun. Right, well, <laughs> do, do we see the nature of the fucking problem, then? In the first place, they've got, they've got stronger alcohol laws over there than they have gun laws. Yeah, that's right. That's good, though. It's Crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, like Britain and its... Um, Drinking culture. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I think it's yeah, saying, yeah. you know, internationally renowned for our um, <laughs> our, yeah. our ability to partake in alcohol. <laughs> it's a stuff of fucking legend, um, you know, mostly to the detriment of our reputation. But um, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I think that's a lot funnier than you know us being allowed to carry guns about and shoot each other just for the pure fuck of it. True. Um, yeah. When, when you see England fans going over Broadway to Wilkes, European police force is just like, oh god, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> they, should, they should dump them in the water when they're coming back. Yeah. yeah, not until you're sober. If you can swim your way back out, you can come back in. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not even saying that. Put a weight on the feet and dump them in the water. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that sort of mentality over here. No, you don't. Well, they don't shit on their own lawn, do they? They do it in everyone else's country. 
Oh, yeah. That's why you always see the really bad behaviour when Brits are abroad. It's like, because yeah. it's not, they wouldn't do it at home. You know what I mean? They know they wouldn't fully get away with it. So it's like, yeah, we'll just go and do this somewhere else. We'll go and do this in fucking France or something. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, on that cheerful note, why, why I, do you think, think, uh, uh, I think I'm going to call it a day there because that's an hour and a half now, nearly. That's a good podcast. That's a very good podcast. Yeah. Good podcast. Part 18. <laughs> <laughs> Are we stopping recording? Uh, yeah, <laughs> i stop recording a sec. So, uh, yeah, that was episode nine. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for attending. Apologies for the. Maybe a bit quiet on this one. Jake turned up halfway through that. So. The first of 2020.1. Yep. Yeah. The, f- the first oh, yeah. of many more. I'm sure we'll have lots more complaints to do. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Cheerio. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Oh, Bye. 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 Bye.